come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype 87.3. Hey, what's going on, man? It's your girl Tampa Mystic, and we are live right here on the hype 87.3. Put you put these headphones on. I think they might reach over there so you can listen in too. We got Easy T checking in and we got Junior checking in too. Can you hear good over there? You can hear everything? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with your family? It's good to see you. Working, same to you. Yeah, most definitely. Um, go ahead and give us that official introduction. You know, we know you're a father because we just talked about your baby boys here. But, you know, break it down. What does Easy T got going on? <laughs> Easy T just working. We're working, doing a lot of work right now, working behind the scenes. Got a lot of videos, a lot of new music finna drop. So we're we doing a lot of work right now. Yes, absolutely. You want to talk? You want to say something? Hi, say hi, guys. Hi. hi. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. I'm so glad you brought him today. Appreciate it. Thank you for bringing him. Yeah, my role manager. Yeah, absolutely. He he brought that good energy through here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we'll, we'll turn his down. <laughs> but you can still hear. Um, tell everybody where you're from. Camilla, Georgia, South Georgia. Okay. How far is that from Valdosta? Valdosta, we're about an hour from Valdosta. Okay, so not too far, you know what I'm saying? Did you grow up in South Georgia? Most definitely. What was it like for you? Country. Yeah. Did you enjoy that? I loved it. Me too. Great experience. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, and, and this is no shade to the people from the city, because I'm from a city myself, but I find that a lot of artists that I sit down and interview with enjoy the journey of life more when they're from the country, if it's that makes sense. Feeling. Yeah, absolutely. It taught me a lot before I came here. Yeah, Take us back when you were, you know, a jit growing up in South Georgia in the country. What were you doing? What were you into? What What did you do to pass time? I just did a lot of work, man. I was a I'm an outside guy, so I like yeah. to do a lot of work around the house and work with my granddaddy, work with my mom, my grandma, whatever I had to do. I was just like a worker. I love that. I love that most definitely. Do you have an appreciation for outdoors? I love outdoors. Yeah. If I could build a house, I, I just stay outdoors. I would. <laughs> My dad said the same thing. He and I both love outdoors. My dad said that he, if he could build like a, a cave inside of a mountain and live there, he would. I said I would be his neighbor. You know, <laughs> that's like peace of mind, right? That's what it is. What did? You, what would you say that you know was the best life experience that was taught to you by growing up? You know, like more in the country. Just getting to be around my grandma and granddad. Yeah, they knew a lot had been through a lot before, you know, just teaching it to me. So just getting that experience and being around older people, it, it kind of taught me a lot. Yeah, we need that wisdom from our OGs, right? It mean the most. Are your grandparents still with us? No, um, unfortunately, both of them left us. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're in a better place, That's you know, most they right definitely. They're right, they sitting right here they with me. They're sitting here right now. I tell my guests that a lot, I believe, because I've lost my mother and my sister, but I feel like they're spiritually with me looking over me at all times and that's what your grandparents are doing most definitely it's a guide. they're a guide for you yeah we all have spirit guides oh definitely that's your spirit guides right there whether you know it or not you know you know now <laughs> <laughs> um your granddad what was like something he instilled in you what was some wisdom that that grandpa gave you just always work for what you want don't let nobody give you nothing yeah they expect too much back in return man that's the Bro, that's a huge one right there. That's a wham on somebody's head, a reality check. Facts, most definitely. There's something so special about grandparents. They instill all that good wisdom. What about Granny? What was a gem that she gave you, a life lesson or something? Granny just taught me how to do the, the main necessities around the house. Yeah, yeah, cooking, cleaning. Yeah, yeah those yeah. are important. Oh, definitely. Yeah, a lot of people don't, we don't get taught that in school. 
we don't get taught the life fundamentals in school, right? So it's up to our peers and our OGs to teach us that, you know, financial literacy, like you said, the the fundamentals of life. Would you change anything about how you grew up? Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. Really wouldn't. Yeah. I liked it at hard times. I liked it all the good times. I liked it everything about it, honestly. Absolutely. Hard times was, they were tough to deal with sometimes, but we got through them. No, we can't skip the struggle, right? I swear. We got to go right smack dab through the middle of it. Um, do you think how you grew up, being, was, did your grandparents raise you? For the most part, For the yeah. most part, my yeah. Mom, my mom, but she worked a lot. So yeah, understood. My grandma and granddad, really, I worked them most of the time. Understood. Shoot, I was a single mom. I had my son at 19, so trust me, my son was with my parents, his grandparents, a lot. Because I had to work. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I definitely. get it. So shout out to our grandparents, you know, and that really step in and help out with that. Um, would you say being, you know, mostly raised, you know, in a household where you had, you know, your grandparents around, you know, of course, your mom, being in the country helped you into fatherhood? It helped me a lot, honestly. Cause my grandma, she uh, she was the type. She used to take in all the neighborhood kids too, though. Oh, so all of them used to stay with us. So <laughs> it kind of just, you know, it, it kind of grew me closer to just dealing with kids. Like I like, I like dealing with kids right now, though. Yeah, I do a lot for the kids. You have to have a lot of patience. Most definitely. And you know, it sounds like Granny instilled a lot in that in you. Was she making like goodies and stuff for the kids in the neighborhood? Granny made everything. <laughs> <laughs> was she a flip lady? Is that what they call it? In Florida, we call them flips, where they put the little cups and they put the juice or the Kool-Aid in there and freeze it. The flip lady. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> I think they call it something different in every area. Does she make stuff like that, too? Granny was a straight hustle. <laughs> Granny had popsicles, candy, yeah. ices, everything. Yeah. Anything you could name, or Granny had it. That's so dope. I love going down memory lane. We have to reflect on that sometimes because it sounds like they played a pivotal part in your life which brought you up to be the good man that you are. Oh, you know, you're an amazing father. You're an amazing artist. So we're going to dive into that. Before you started doing music, was there something else that you were into, sports or anything else that you desired to do, or was it always music for you? I was a real sports guy. Yeah. It kind of kept me out of a lot of trouble just playing sports all throughout my life. Yeah. You're tall. What sports did you play? Basketball? Basketball, football. Yeah. Track. Oh, you was dusting them. You was fast. Uh, what you nah. was running? Man, I ran a four by four. I had a long speed. Like, I had a long. Yeah, run. you was more of a long distance yeah, runner. most definitely. Yeah. So, playing sports, did that also help you into where you're at in life right now? It taught me to have patience, honestly. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we I never won a championship before, but we got close. Yeah. And every year, it got better for us. So, yeah. it was just a patient game. I love that. What's one of your most memorable moments about winning one of those championships? I didn't win, but um, being able to just be out there and experience it—the lights and the 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 crowd and all that—what was what was a highlight moment for you? Um, just, just doing something you love, you know, just, just just being able to to do something you love and and be good at it. Why you doing it? So yes, it, that that was a great feeling. Man, that is a beautiful feeling when you are doing something that you truly love. It's not like doing work, right? Uh, it's no hard work at all. Yeah. Absolutely. So about what age did you start, you know, diving into doing music? About 14. Okay. I used to, um, 
actually be on a little mic like this in the house. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what was you was talking something. about? What were you talking about at 14 years old? Uh, just sports, honestly. I was yeah. talking about a lot of sports. A lot of stuff that was going on around me, too, though. So Yeah, girls and, you know. Fast life. Typical teenage stuff, you know what I'm saying? We got to go right through it. Most yeah. definitely, throughout your teenage years, you know, being in school, playing sports, is there anything that you would change about that? Or, you know, are you satisfied with how everything played out? If I had to change anything, I probably would have grinded a little harder. Yeah, I understood. I think I took it as serious as I probably needed to or yeah. probably had the potential to, but I wouldn't change it. I mean, it was all cool. Yeah. It played out how I did. I think a lot of us look back and say that. So with that being said, what if you could go back and tell your younger self one thing, what would it be? Just always grind. Never stop grinding. Never think you're too good to grind. Yeah. What's yeah. your definition of grind? Working every day. Yeah. Take no days off, no breaks. Yeah. Can't. We can't. Uh, Even when we want to. When you're an entrepreneur, holidays and stuff are out the window. No, it don't matter. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't honestly remember the last time I really, really celebrated a holiday just because it's like we on that grind. Like, that's, you know, and even if I do go out of town, I'd be ready to come right back and grind it out. You know what I'm saying? I grind even out of town. (laughs) (laughs) Right. We always looking for work no matter where we go. So you started at a young age. When did you start taking it, like, on a real serious level, though? Like, when you were getting your business together and you are recording in a, in a professional environment, whether it was a, a good home studio or an actual studio, about how long ago was that? About 2017. Okay, so fairly new, with the five, six years, something like that. What was that change for you? Mm, it, it, it was big. I mean, just, just actually taking it serious for a chance, you know. Right. First I was playing with it, didn't know what I really wanted to do, just rapping just to be rapping, but... I finally started taking the series about 2017, so that changed a lot for me, honestly. Yeah, most definitely. It's like it comes to a point when you're passionate about something and you know that this is what I want to do for the rest of my life. That pivotal moment has to come where you change and like, okay, I got to step my grind up. I got to step my hustle up. I got to get my business together. Um, do you think becoming a father was a big part of that? Most definitely, man. My kids, they... It gave me a reason to even grind a little harder. Yeah, absolutely. How old is your daughter? She's 12. She's 12 and he's five. Yes. Oh, so it's a nice little age gap. <laughs> <laughs> Any more kids in the cards for you? Uh, we ain't going to talk about okay. that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Say no more. <laughs> Most definitely. If it's God's will, right? We're going to leave it just like that. I swear. Understood. Understood. I, for me, I told myself, I'm like, because I had my son at 19. I was fairly young. I was literally right out of high school. I'm like, if I don't have another one by the time I turn 30, I don't want any more. I just didn't <laughs> want that big age gap. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Gap. And I had one and done. Um, that's a blessing. It is. It, it is. You know what I'm saying? Kids are the biggest blessing. Yes. So, you know, becoming a father, you know, you have your daughter you said 12 right so 12 years ago how did your life change actually i was going to college over here in gwinnett county were you really yeah georgia gwinnett county yeah i've lived right up the street from there oh man that's a stone throw away (laughs) from me unfortunately i had to leave i had to you know come back home and get a job and try to provide for her understood Listen, let me tell you something. I did the same thing, and there's nothing wrong with that. I do not, and I I say this very transparently, I do not have a college degree. Would I maybe want to go back some point in time? Sure. 
Definitely. I started school, but I told you I had a son at 19 years old, so I had a choice. I can either work and take care of my son, or I can go broke and go to college and not be able to take care of my son. So, of course, what do we got to do? We got to hustle we it up. Work. Absolutely. Granny taught us that. Granny taught us that. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you got, like, the, again, them OGs around you, so, like, yeah, like, I don't never shame nobody if they didn't finish college. You know what I'm saying? Because there's a lot of multi-millionaire billionaires out here who didn't even finish High school, let alone college. Wow, that's big. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We can grind it out because we have this up here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Uh, where did your name come from? <clears throat> just come from part of where I, where I came from, man. Just I always told myself it wasn't easy. Yeah. It was like a controversial name. Like yeah. People thought it was easy, but it really wasn't easy. Yeah. And the T just kind of played a part of my name. It, my name was already Tate, so I kind of just made it short. I like how you spelled it, too, because it's different. Yeah. You don't want to fit in. You want to stand out. Most definitely. And when you find a way to throw a twist on there, it stands out more, and it makes it more rememberable. And people actually drag it, like, easy. Easy. Yeah. <laughs> it's easy yeah. tea in the building. <laughs> um, What do you enjoy the most about being a music artist? Just the grind for it. Yeah. Just everything that comes with it, honestly, but the grind the most. Yeah. Absolutely. Would you still pursue doing music if social media didn't exist? I probably would. I probably would have started doing something else first before I started rapping. Yeah. You know, to kind of to build a, the buzz and anticipation, kind of get the fans. But yeah, yeah, most definitely. I always had a passion for the music. I love that. I love that because, um, and, and, and see if you agree with me on this, I think a lot of these newer, very young artists rely too much on social media. Too they much. don't They do not do enough of this stuff right here. Nah. Human contact, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I swear, they don't know nothing about this. No, they don't, and they don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? How important is it as an artist on the rise, like yourself, to do stuff like this? It's the biggest part, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, this is the bigger part where you get to really talk and kind of kind of express yourself through through what you love doing. So this is the bigger part. Social media, you can do it, but to a certain extent. It's, it's so impersonable. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You want to do stuff like this because your fans and the people that support you, they want to know your story. They want to know your journey. Oh, definitely. That's why I always talk about stuff from your childhood on up because people are, they want to know that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Do you think at some point in time um, you got – this talented young man over here documenting everything. Do you think at some point in time you may want to put like a, a, a small documentary together about your life? We actually about to start working on that. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Big work. Yeah, so a lot of this footage that we get right now is actually going to be a part of it. So let's briefly talk about it. We don't have to give them too much because it's still in the making, right? Um, what made you decide that was something you wanted to put together? I just want everybody to know who Easy T really is. Yeah. What better way to do it than do it through documentation? So do you have some film and stuff from, like, you know, over the years and even back into your younger years that will be incorporated in that? Most definitely. This guy been with me ever since I started music. That is amazing. Listen, I there's so much footage, like, from the old school. I know I'm your elder, but I had one of them old school VCRs. Them tapes don't last, or they get <laughs> lost, or they get broke. I'm like, thank God they have these now and, and what he's on because it's digital. Yeah, when it was on that old cassette tape joint, yeah, them things are done, you yeah, know. It's <laughs> Absolutely. Um, what are some of the things that you're working on right now as an artist? I'm working on an EP called God's Timing. It's coming up. God's Timing. I oh, like definitely. that. Okay, so it's an EP, so about what, a five piece, something like that? We're going to do seven. We'll, so seven piece. Yeah. Okay. Um, is seven it, my favorite number, so that's why I chose it. So why seven? Let's let's talk about that real quick. Why is seven your favorite number? 
seven uh it's seven days of the week honestly you got seven days to grind um i know seven different ways to get out and hustle um mm. I, just, I just love seven seven yeah. was my football number i did a lot with seven growing up childhood Kid, I, you may be the only person I've ever told this to. So when I started the Hype 87.3, I initially, my area code from Tampa's 813. Wow, so crazy. I was going to do 81.3, but I changed it for the 7 because I feel like seven's a lucky number as well. So that's how that came together. I don't know if I've ever even told that story before. Oh, we got a connection. <laughs> yeah. <We> like seven. <laughs> Straight like that. Um, so a seven-piece EP. Are the seven songs already done? Most definitely, all of them done. I I already have seven videos for them too. So yeah, yeah. Oh wait, hold on, wait. You got you got a visual for all of them. Every last one of them. Did he film all of them uh, or a, of a them. portion of them? Yeah, most definitely. That is dope. That is really dope. So let me ask you this: What made you decide? And I think it's a great idea. But what made you decide that you wanted to do a visual for every record? Every song meant a lot to me. Yeah. So I think every song tell a different story, different side of me. It's seven different seven different stories on that on this one project. So don't have a lot to tell god or god's timing god's god's timing out of all seven records on god's timing which one is the most personal for you if i had to choose um i choose all seven of them (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna break it down and and we're probably gonna say god's time in the intro okay yeah it told it told a deeper story i had a deeper passion on that one yeah so is it is it an intro actually a song or is it like an intro where you're talking or a little bit of both it's a song. It's a song. Okay. Yeah. Um, is it out yet? No, it's not out so yet. So it's an unreleased record. Okay, again, without giving them too much, um, what can we expect when we hear this intro record on the project? You can hear a lot of my childhood stories in it. You can hear a lot of things I've been going through in the last recent couple of years. Um, you can hear a lot, of, a lot of things that I've been going through, honestly. Yeah. A lot of personal things. Thank you for being transparent. Oh, definitely. I I appreciate that, and the world's going to appreciate it because oftentimes what people like us who have a voice go through, it's important that we're transparent about it because it's going to let other people know they're not alone. Mental health is real, right? That's sad. I'm trying to show more. Yeah. So thank you for being transparent and and telling your story. You're documenting it on video and audio-wise through your music. Do you write your music, or do you freestyle and punch in, or a little bit of both? I do a little bit of both. I do a lot of jotting, though. Like, throughout the day, like, me and you sitting here talking, I might think of something and just jot it down. Yeah, 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 absolutely. find a way to insert it in and kind of play with it and and go from there. Do you uh, actually have, like, times where you sit down and just write? Yeah, I actually wrote the whole God's Time and Song the intro. You did. Okay, so you sat down and, and you what what is that a moment like that look like for you when you're sitting down, you're in your moment and you're writing? What does that look like for you? I'm not a writer, so <laughs> it, it, I had to kind of give it breaks. I took breaks on it. I yeah. wrote a little bit here, wrote a little bit there, but it was all personal though. Like so, it, I honestly, you know, shed a tear too. Like, you know, everybody got to cry sometime. Yeah, you know it's uh, that's ironic. I for the I've been doing this for over twelve years, you guys, and for the very first time, I interviewed an artist last week, and my first time ever, I cried off of his based off his music while I was interviewing him, and I've never done that before. Wow, I'm kind of tough, you know, but yeah. I'm emotional at the same time. Yeah. His song was so pure. He's a singer, and he also did the uh, the beat for it, the instrumentation for it, and it just. Wow. It made me cry. So it's okay. We got we're human. We can show our emotions. Oh, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's just speak on that for just a brief moment, what you just said. Coming from a woman's perspective, right? Coming from a woman's perspective, 
it's okay for a man to allow his emotions to come out, to put your pride to the side. If you need to shed a tear, it's okay. In my opinion, it makes you more of a man that you were able to let your guard down. You know what I'm saying? What would you say to these young men out here who try to be hard all the time and don't want to show no emotion? Start killing yourself, man. Huh. Stress is really killing people. Yes. Honestly. Mental health is real. Really, start holding it in. Yeah, let it out. You don't tell nobody. You don't trust nobody enough to tell them. Go in the room and tell yourself. Absolutely. God always listening. Absolutely. I posted uh, on on threads yesterday. Are you on threads yet? Yeah, I am. I like threads. (laughs) Me too, because it's a way to really show your personality a little bit more through words. I posted on there how I talk to myself a lot when I'm driving because that's my time to vent without being judged. I do that all throughout (laughs) the day, and I thought I was just the only person. Bro, I talk to myself all the time, like especially when I'm driving. I be cursing, I be talking, but it's my way of getting it out without feeling like I'm being judged by putting it in someone's ear or having to worry about them telling someone else what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's my way of praying. Yeah, absolutely. We all have our own way. Oh, definitely. When Easy T wakes up in the morning, right, you open your eyes. What's the first thing you do? First thing I got to do is thank the man. There you go. I swear, I can't be, I wouldn't be nothing without him. That's what I like to hear. He brought me through so many situations. Yeah. That's what I like to hear, man. That's how, however we start our day sets the tone for the entire day. And I be feeling, and, and honestly, I just start, like, praying consistently every morning about about eight to nine months ago, honestly. How has that changed your life? It changed a lot. Literally, it, it, it changed a lot, a lot of different phases in my life. You know, I, I feel like it brought me closer to God. It, it grew me as a person, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I, had, I feel like I had somebody to really talk to. I, we do. Absolutely, because guess what? We don't get our blessing from no man. We get it from God. Swear. So we have to talk to him. He wants to hear it. Whether we don't feel like we get no answer back, he's going to show you in a different way. Yeah. Before you go to bed at night and close your eyes, what's the last thing you do? The last thing I do is pray. I yeah. got to tell him how my day went and, yeah, and, yeah. and thank him for it, honestly. Yeah. You know, because it, it, it could have had a turn to it where I didn't make it through the day. So Facts. I got to thank him before I go to bed, too. Do you think incorporating those prayers into your, and not trying to get too spiritual, but do you think incorporating those prayers into your day at the end of your day and the beginning of your day is helping you be a little bit more creative when it comes to your music? It honestly do, man. It, it's a, it's, it helped me clear my mind when I talk to him and pray. Yeah. Yeah, so it helped me be a lot more creative by telling what I want to do and how I want to do it, and, and pretty much he lined it up exactly like that. Yeah. Absolutely. God aligns everything so beautifully. And we have to manifest a lot of the stuff, too. It don't just come to us. God's timing. God's timing. The project. When can we anticipate it? We're going to anticipate. We're going we're gonna to put it out by the end of this year. We, we okay, <laughs> Working so on a lot. Working on a lot behind the scenes. But I think it's done. It's ready. That Now, that's dope. So all the songs, are they completely uh, mixed and mastered already, or is it still in that phase? I did all that. You did all that? Most definitely. Okay, so let's let's just chime in on that for a moment. Do you record yourself? I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I never took up enough time to learn, but I, I, I probably could, though. I watch it. I pay attention to a lot of that stuff yeah. I'm in the studio. So Okay, so you have somebody record you, and then you do the, the mix and master on yeah, it? Yeah, I do the mix, and I send it off to get it mastered. Oh, okay, got you. But that's still good, though. Yeah. That cuts out one person. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Saves a little money. A lot more. And who better to get your sound the way you want it than you? Most definitely. You know? I know how I want to sound. How did you uh how did you get into engineering and mixing your music? Just hanging around music heads, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Just watching every step they took and did and um just picked up on I'm, I'm I pick up on stuff fast. Yeah, yeah. You're a quick, fast learner. Most definitely. 
<laughs> you okay? <laughs> Them, these things are heavy. <laughs> um, outside of music, you said you're a quick, fast learner. What else are you uh, pursuing? Any other business ventures? Yeah, actually, I got a food truck. I'm, I'm working on a food truck, and I'm working on my own personal spring I built. Wow. So let's yeah. talk about the food truck real quick. What type of food are you serving off that truck? I'm trying to bring everything, all type of flavors. Like yeah. I, I don't like to box myself in. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. What can people currently purchase? Um, right now, I, hibachi, my favorite. Like I love hibachi. Yeah, it's my go-to. Yeah. A lot of people request for it. I love hibachi. That's that's great. So are you actually on there chefing and whipping Most in? Definitely. That, that's the part <laughs> of the game grandma taught me. Yeah. What's yeah. your favorite thing to cook? But so you, I know you said you like hibachi, but is there a specific, like, thing within hibachi that you know you like to cook chicken the fish the shrimp what do you like to cook i like when i mix it all together yeah <laughs> absolutely a little, bit, a little bit of flavor of all kind of stuff noodles or rice uh, i'm a rice guy really i'm a noodle girl yeah I like rice. <laughs> no that's dope that's really really dope um so it moves around your city yeah most definitely yeah that's dope, man. So we've got this record that we're going to check out. You know what I'm saying? Uh, let me go ahead and bring it up real quick. Um, the project will be by the end of this year. Yeah, most definitely. We, you, you can, uh, I guess so. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're going to say that lightly. Yeah. This we're end we're of ready this year. for it, though. It's going gonna, it's gonna to come out by the end of this year, most definitely. Absolutely. Who are some of the producers you worked with on it? Uh, we're working with Bankhead uh, Productions. We're working with, um, working with a lot of new guys, a lot of industry guys. Um, a lot of guys who produce for guys in the industry, so yeah, yeah. so they can anticipate uh, a well-rounded project. It sounds like yeah, most definitely they could just anticipate something they never heard before. Are you gonna at some point in time, or maybe you already have tap into other genres of music? Yeah, I told my, I, I actually told my mom I want to make a gospel rap song. You should, yeah, absolutely take it off the secular side a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Because. Listen, I'm a big advocate for artists tapping into other genres because there's so much money to be made out there. It is. You know, of course, we love hip-hop music, but it's bigger than that. You know, yeah. there's, uh, there's other genres out there, you know, R&B, gospel, even maybe a little country. You know, think about all the, the fans that those genres have that we're missing out on. Definitely. We got to expand our horizons, you know I what I'm saying? Swear. Get all that coin. From every angle. <laughs> <laughs> Straight like that, man. Um, what do you got very next coming up? Are you going to put together like a media run? Are you going to start moving around a little bit more? What are you working on? Yeah, we're going to go on a, we're gonna go on a media run for the new single that we're going to drop before the project release called Focus. Okay. Is there going to be um, either a listening party or a release party for the EP? Yeah, we're going to do actually do both. Okay. In your yeah. city? Yeah, we're going to do one in our city, then we're going to kind of bounce around and do it. We don't want to try to box ourselves in. No, nah, for real. Absolutely. That's facts. And you know what else you should do? Just to throw it out there, and it's something that I did a lot of during the pandemic, do a virtual one as well. Wow, that'd be dope. Because think about all the people who may not be able to attend in person because they're outside of Georgia. Most definitely. You know, you might have family or friends in a different state. So think about doing a virtual one. You can live stream it on YouTube is a good place to do it. Or, of course, Instagram, you know, like do a virtual one. That'll be really dope. Yeah, that'll be dope. But I, I, I did a lot of them during the pandemic, and they were always a success because, you know, people want to feel like they're a part of something. Oh, definitely. They never want to feel left out. Exactly. Absolutely. So virtual, virtual, virtual. Coming soon. Okay. okay. Like um, let's talk about this record called Walk. Who produced this one? Bankhead. Bankhead produced this one. Yeah. Most definitely. What does this song mean to you? Um, it showed my versatility. I understand the artist. Yeah. Never boxed myself in. That's important, isn't it? Yeah, I think it? I touched a lot of kids and older people with this one. So, yeah. Kind of showed my versatility. 
Do you like being uncomfortable? I love it. Yeah, you got to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Absolutely, because that's where I think you get into your most creative mode, right? I swear. Yeah, most definitely. What What does it take to, before we get into this record, what does it take to get EZT in his mode, like that super creative mode? Do you have to, any must-haves when you're in the studio working that you can talk about? <laughs> yeah. I, um, There's a child here. Honestly, <laughs> just the beat, man. Just, yeah. When the, when the beat sound good to me in my ear, man, it don't take nothing for me to just go from there. So you have like a natural high off of life. Yeah, that's what I do. I love that. I love that. something I really love. Yeah. It's your passion. It is. So to go even deeper one more time before we get into this record, music is your passion, right? Most definitely. What is your purpose through music? Um, just to touch people and come back and do some, um, help people that I never, uh, that I always wanted help or needed help. Yeah. I love it. That's what it's all about. Most definitely. Like I said earlier, we don't get our blessings from no man. We get them from God. So when you out here helping people without the intention of getting something back, God's going to bless you 10 times. I love what you got going on. Shout out to you, bro. I appreciate it. Shout out to your whole team. I swear they the best. Shout out to your baby boy over here. Hey, this my road manager. Yeah, your road manager. Yeah. He's so handsome. <laughs> Starting school soon. Big boy, huh? Yeah, he's proud of your dad. And, and he said he not shy. Before he walk out the door, he going to sing for me. Mm-hmm. As soon as the song drop, watch it. Okay, okay, I love it. So we're about to get into this record. Is there a visual out for it already? Uh, we actually just shot it uh, two weeks ago. Okay. So it's coming soon. Coming soon, most definitely. definitely. Record is out on all digital platforms. All digital platforms. Where can people follow you at? You can follow me on Instagram, um, easy T underscore, two A's in the E. You can follow me on uh, Facebook, two A's in the E, easy T. You can follow me on um, Snapchat, Born Hustler underscore. Yeah. Straight you me, yeah, you can follow me on YouTube, too. Subscribe and everything. Easy T. Absolutely. Most definitely. I know you have a lot of people supporting you. You got your family with you today. Who you want to shout out to? Shout out to my mom. Shout out to my manager. Shout out to the, um, my cameraman, my son. Shout out to everybody who support me, all my fans. And shout out to yourself. Don't forget that. Most definitely. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. And absolutely shout out to you because you, you, you a good man. You taking care of your kids. You out here doing the right thing. And you're putting out good music. I swear. I swear to, swear to God. Swear. It's God's timing. God's timing, for real. Can't wait for the project. I can't wait for it either. I'm ready for you to hear it. Yeah, most definitely. Before we check out the record, anything else? Any gems, jewels, or pieces of you that you want to leave with everybody? I actually got a God's timing the movie coming out, too, so stay wow. on the lookout for that. Wow. I like that. Is it already done? Yeah, it's done. It's actually four chapters to the book. That's so we, we done shot the first two chapters. We got two more to go. That is amazing. I'm going to drop one of the chapters right before I drop the uh, the EP. Congratulations. I appreciate it. I love it. I love what you got going on. Thank you. If you ever need me to do a voiceover for you, I got you. I swear I'm going to tap in. <laughs> I love you. using my voice. I could, hey, I could, I could put it on them. <laughs> Wh- whatever it. role you need, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, it was such a pleasure to have you here. Most definitely. I appreciate you for working me. Absolutely. Thank you for bringing your son. He made my day. He's yeah. so handsome and cute. <laughs> I love kids. I can't wait for my son to start having babies. Come on now. Oh, you ready for it? <laughs> my son's 29. Like, he a oh, grown man. Yeah. Like, come and he married. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they're both in school, so we like let them get through that. God's timing. It's gonna happen. God's timing. To. Absolutely. So um we're about to get into this record though. This yeah. highly anticipated record, which is here in rotation on hype eighty seven point three. Go ahead and introduce it for us. It's your boy Easy T, man. Check out my new single Walt, produced by Bank Hair Production. Let's go. Let's go. Come and see what all the hype is about. Tune in to the hype eighty seven point three. 
Yeah. It's a real trap shit right here. Hey, let that shit ride, son. Hey, turn that shit up a little bit. They need to hit this shit right here. Hey, check this. For sure. Let's go. Hey, I'm straight out the G, I ain't talking my ghetto. I'm grinding, don't know how to settle. Always on go, got my feet on the pedal. I be so deep in my bag, I can't get up. Feel like I'm stuck in the trap, I can't get out. I'm in the field while you in the dugout. I'm popping my shit, or Vera and Vaca. These niggas some shrimp, red, lost. Your bitch, your real head doctor. She sucked me and fucked me so good out the vodka. ATG, I'm addicted to Guala. I'm pimping these hoes, I'm a real done daughter. They ain't wanna let me in the door, throw away the key on me, so fuck it, I'm breaking the lock. These hoes didn't wanna answer, but now so I'm handsome like, bitch, get the fuck out my cop. The haters left on me like I was a cop. They switched up cause I went doing no favor. No cap, I should be in the league. On the first nigga out of my city to do it, they major. I'm an all-star, but never even rock Chuck Taylor. My pocket be stuffed like Idaho potatoes. Wake up in the morning, take one to the face, and I get on my grind. I never been skateboarding. They copy my rhyme like a chorus. I'm selling these greens, I should've been a forest. Get money grown trees, I have me a garden. I'm paying pictures for them, that's why I'm an artist. On the hardest, it ain't no need to debate. Took hard to McDonald's, I ain't going on no date. Ain't nothing sweet. But I love getting cake on like cash out, nigga cash on delivery Bats coming in all flavor like Skittles Trap 24-7 jet like the Waffle Pats coming in for the low Alibaba Shit you be on played out like some Dada I earned these strikes in the field like Adidas You bitch you be aggravating just like mosquitoes You tweaking, I preach to the street but don't dread like no deacon to take me a break while I fire out the reefer Let's go Hey, check this shit right here now Hey, why I walk back in on them motherfucker now Walk, yeah, walk, yeah, walk Walk, yeah. walk, let's go. walk. I walk bike up in this bit like I left some hot curry. Ain't talking about stuff. My name be flaming. I'm hot as a pepper. Don't step out of line cause I run with some steppers. I said what I said and ain't taking it back. I ain't peeing what I said. Ain't no motherfucking vomit. My name be ringing just like a dope bag. Left from behind, they pulling my coattail. Let's go. Walk, walk, yeah. Walk, 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 yeah. Walk, yeah. Walk, walk. Whoa, whoa, let's go.